0: Hello and welcome to the Pop of Things Podcast, a pop culture podcast hosted and produced by Colorado State University students. We are your hosts, Chapman Croskell.
1: Alec Erickson. And Nicole Conklin.
0: Um, so we we've made a promise to ourselves not to talk about politics at all today, but we are gonna talk about Pokemon because <laughs> apparently um the Pokemon Sun and Moon games have been leaked, and so now people have been playing all the way through them. Um they've been posting all the information online and I don't know about anyone else, but I've been really, really trying hard to avoid spoilers just because, like, I want... I've been seeing all the things that have been released beforehand, like official releases and, like, pictures and stuff, but, like, for the storyline, I don't want to be spoiled on the storyline. That's what actually mm-hmm. matters to me. Like, I don't mind seeing all the new Pokemon, but, like, I want the, to experience the story all on my own. Alec, what do you think?
2: Um, yeah, so I've noticed that the game is really too. It was, like, big news the other day, and it was trending on Twitter for a little while. And so I've been trying to avoid all the spoilers as well, too, because, like, I think... I didn't really get into X and Y too much, and so, like, Sun and Moon were going to be, like, kind of big games for me to get back into Pokemon, because I've kind of skipped the last generation, because I just was not into it, so I'm trying to avoid spoilers as much as possible, and I mean, for anyone out there, like, 3DSs are really cheap right now, so you can go out, and this is, like, a perfect time to jump in, so, like supports a developer don't try to pirate a game that's kind of my mentality and they're not
0: even completely being pirated um apparently just some like stores released the games early really yeah Mm -hmm. and so like some mom mom and pop shops who got the games released them early um and that was the actual issue it wasn't like people were hacking the code and now the code is being put out online but slowly um because you can't actually hack 3ds code very well yet um so yeah it's interesting
2: I mean, we've always... Nintendo has always been the one that has had it, uh, easier, I guess, kind of with, like, not having their games kind of pirated out there just because, like, at least with the newer generations because with, like, the 3DS is still being semi-cartridge-based and then uh, the Wii is just, like, so unique with their compact disc. Yeah. Like, it's hard for people to steal that and then put it out there. Like, you can get emulators, but emulators are just so hard because of how Nintendo runs their games. Well, that might
0: e- might even be part of the reason that they're making the switch still use cartridges just mm. cuz it's way harder to hack a cartridge especially when it reads too uniquely.
1: Are the reviews at least good for the yeah, people who yeah. have played? Yeah,
0: um, it's been getting really, really good reviews. Apparently the storyline's really fun. Um, this morning at Koro, which is a Japanese magazine, which is where a lot of like spoiler elite content comes from for Pokemon, um, they release a bit more information about some of the Ultra Beasts as well as one Pokemon that is apparently maybe an Ultra Beast, but is also a, like the third Legendary. Um, so that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I have a week and then I'm going to go to Gamestop and pick up my pre-order and then go home for the Thanksgiving break and just do nothing but play Pokemon through the week. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week. I need it after the semester so yeah. far. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Pokemon. We also got some big news this week. Um, Fantastic Beasts premiered last week, I believe, um, internationally, and then it'll be coming out next Thursday, next Friday um but we got some news about the sequel including that it will feature Dumbledore and they have casted Johnny Depp as Grindelwald.
1: There's also speculation that they they might have Dumbledore's openly gay right. relationship in that Which movie. Which I'm, I'm all about. I think that's great. Yeah.
2: I just know that fans aren't big on the Johnny Depp casting. That's the one thing I've seen hate from.
0: I really don't mind. I think he's an amazing actor. He's one of my favorite actors of all time, and he's shown obviously that he does a very, very, very wide range of like acting ability. And I think from what we've we've only seen, you know, Grindelwald in a couple flashbacks in the books and movies. Um, he was played by Jamie Campbell Bower for one moment, um, and so I'm I'm down with this. I from what I know of the character, I could absolutely see Grindelwald. Except for the fact that he is obviously older. Um, so I don't know like when this one's going to take place. Is it going to be like... Because Grindelwald was only in his, like, 20-somethings during, I think, the 30s. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's going to be a younger, if it's going to take place in the 40s around the Great Battle. And then I don't know where they're going to go with the other five or four movies they're making. So
1: Well, it was only a matter of time before Johnny Depp was in some sort of Harry Potter movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I believe he was almost considered to be casted as um, Sirius Black at mm-hmm. some point. Um, I love the casting for Sirius, but I could see it going to Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean he definitely has the range to be part of this like magical kind of world. I mean that's kind of what you would expect from a Johnny Depp character, so I could definitely see him in it. It's just a lot of people apparently can't.
1: He's just mm-hmm. in so many things. Like whenever I see him I think of Edward Scissorhands or um Sweeney Todd or you know um Jack Sparrow, but I he goes into such depth with them that I think it'll be pretty good.
0: And we also, we still haven't seen anything from uh, the new Pirates movie except for the first initial trailer, which didn't feature any Johnny Depp. Um, So we don't even know to what extent he's going to be featured in that movie because Mm -hmm. apparently he was, like, insufferable to work with Mm -hmm. after his divorce, so... We're not even sure if we're going to see him in that, but I don't know. I'm excited for Fantastic Beasts next Friday. I'm going to be re- reviewing it, and then I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with the story.
1: I think that's why they've gotten good feedback on that movie, because fans don't have so many standards, and the actors feel that they're right. actually getting a lot more support.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's a different story. It's not Harry Potter, which mm-hmm. is good. I We don't need more Harry Potter um, in Back in video game news, uh, Dishonored 2 launches next week. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Dishonored game. I I think it's a really cool, interesting game. Um, I don't know if, Nicole, you've played it at all. So basically, it takes place in kind of an alternate, kind of industrial punk-style London um kind of and you play as an assassin or a bodyguard who then is accused of murdering his queen or his Mm -hmm. empress and then has to go into hiding and then has to you know fight back and try and take take back his rightful place but Mm -hmm. you can play the game you know very very like assassin sneaky style or you can just go full rampage mode and you (laughs) you gain like these special abilities from this being called the outsider that allow you to like teleport and like take like possess people and very supernatural powers plus some very like mechanical powers with a sword and and a pistol Um, And it's a really, really fun game that lets you very much choose how you want to approach situations. Um, My main playthrough I did was a very, very sneaky playthrough, but you can also just go full chaos mode, which affects how the game ends. Who
1: makes the game? Bethesda. Okay, so it's... Okay, cool. So
0: it's Arcane Studios and Bethesda are the two um, creators of the game, and it's very good. So the sequel launches on Friday, or next Friday, which um, features... um, You can play as Corvo again, who is the main character, but you can also play as... Emily, who was the car- was the young daughter of the Empress in the first game, who you were trying to rescue for much of the game, um, who is also revealed late, late, kind of hinted at in the game, but now has been officially announced that she is Corvo's daughter, um, and so basically in the game, she gets her throne taken from her by this evil witch who you encountered in the original game's DLC, um, and so she gets kicked out of her country, so she has to go to a new region to kind of like fight back and gain back her powers. Mm. Um, And it looks really exciting, but apparently it's doing terribly on the PC.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if you were planning to pick this up on the PC. Absolutely. But uh, frame rate issues are like everywhere in this game, apparently from initial reports from like all the reviewers. So apparently like no matter what kind of computer you're, if you have like one of the highest end gaming computers or like a moderately decent one, it is just buggy, laggy, really? frame rates drop to like 2, 3 a second at mm. some points. And so it is just killing the experience. And we have seen this with so many PC releases yeah. in the last year that it sucks that we're seeing it again with Dishonored 2. And I would hope
0: that since Bethesda is known for at least offering a lot of support for their PC versions, obviously they're very, very buggy, but their games are just known for being extremely buggy on both console and um, PC and it has to just do with the engines they use I was hoping that this might be like patched really really well So I actually wasn't planning on initially picking it up just because I don't have the money or time to spend right now um, It doesn't come out next Friday. It comes out today um, And so I was going to maybe wait for a sale And so I'm probably now gonna wait until we get at least a patch version so I can play it on the PC Because
2: I imagine since uh, Black Friday is coming up There's gonna be sales on a whole bunch of things but like Steam will do their kind of sale weekend during right. that time and so, I think we could see a discount on it at least a little bit, not too much, I would say, just because it is such a brand new release for a AAA game. So, maybe we'll see it go kind of cheaper, Not, I would say like $50, yeah. I don't know. if like, anything. I
0: really, I really, really want to play it because I love the first one and the second one looks amazing, but I want to play it on the PC because it's the most next-gen thing I own because I don't have an Xbox One or a PS4, so... Mm-hmm. I'm... That's frustrating. I would... I'm hoping for more PC support in the future. I don't understand why developers are still not optimizing for the PC. I mean, they're... I feel like they're just...
2: So rushed with these AAA titles to get them out in two years that they're not taking the time to but port them Dishonored over to the PC. Two
0: shouldn't have been rushed. It like, shouldn't have. It, w- it was such a great first game that like people would have been very content waiting for another good game.
2: Yeah, for like Dishonored One for a new IP that it was like it
0: did great. It did, and it doesn't need to be like. I hope they don't make this into a series. It doesn't need to be. It, the first one was a really really cool story and they set up a really interesting world. Um, and I almost felt like especially the Knife of Dunwall um, DLC was almost its own game. It was a very very short game but playing as dowd with his different like powers felt almost like a mini sequel and mm-hmm. so i'm i'm love that we see that and then the se- the second one seems like a, a very good sequel but they needed to optimize it and they needed to take the time to make it a good game yeah
2: and it's not new from like a bethesda softworks kind of thing like they've always had like buggy games on launch for pc and so that's what kind of bothers <laughs> me is that like it's just come to be expected nowadays. But it's
0: it's I mean Bethesda's just offering like the technical support, whereas Arcane Studios is the pe- people making the game, and so you'd hope that they would be able to do a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on from that, um, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, just announced a new album to release in December. Yep,
2: December second, he is <coughs> going to release his new album, which that kind of came out of nowhere. This announcement came yesterday on Thursday, and. He released a new single, and it's called You and Your Mom" or Me and Your Mama. <laughs> and it's this seven-minute track. It's really chilled out, and like I love it so much. I'm going to review this album when it drops officially. And I was not expecting this to come out of nowhere. His last album, because the internet was pretty good, it had a few standout tracks, nothing too exciting. Yeah. But I have kind of high hopes for this after the recent success of like his show, Atlanta, and then now he's being casted in Star Wars and uh, Spider-Man and all that. So I'm really excited for this. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to any of his Childish Gambino stuff. A little bit,
0: but it's not... I mean, it's just not like my style, but I respect him as an artist, Mm -hmm. definitely.
1: Yeah, I like him for sure.
2: Yeah, so it's going to be really exciting. I can't wait. I'm going to pick it up like almost immediately Mm because I've kind of like talked about everything Childish Gambino has done on this podcast, so...
0: Yeah, and obviously you're a huge fan, so I'm I'm excited to see, and I definitely need to check out Atlanta, but on the topic, he's casted in Spider-Man, and we just heard from Tom Holland that he has been signed for six films, um, which is crazy, um, so Nicole, what do you think about that?
1: I don't know how I feel about that actually because six films. What are they gonna? Where are they gonna go? Well, and
0: especially because like even Donnie Robert Downey Jr. was only cast for one, and mm-hmm. then they cast him for another three after that.
1: And that seemed like a lot.
0: Yeah, and that seemed like a lot. They were like, "Okay, we're gonna do two more Iron Mans and then the Avengers, and we'll see where we are from there." Mm-hmm. But now, like, they've got him already cast for so many films. Do I Do not you know...
1: think that's that's a combination of the. Avengers like everything yes. or do you think I mean that's... it's
0: every it's everything Marvel so okay. it include um it'll include both Infinity Wars mm-hmm. um obviously his standalone film Homecoming but or is that 6 additional after Homecoming or is that 6 including Homecoming
2: I think it might be 6 additional after Homecoming That's insane That's a lot
0: That's a lot of movies unless he's just going to be like really really like featured as a guest in a bunch of movies that's a lot So if
2: you take out the two Infinity War movies that leaves you with four additional Spider-Man movies and two a year so that's like or one every two years so that's eight years yeah. of spider-man
0: that's a lot of spider-man mm-hmm. that's so
2: much spider-man and we haven't even had his own standalone no
0: yet. and i i really really did enjoy him in civil war however i'm waiting to see homecoming to actually like pass my judgment because he was really entertaining in civil war but they only had he only had about five minutes of screen time so mm-hmm. i'm i am curious to see him has his own character in this movie but that is a lot it it's really interesting because you know Spider-Man is one of Marvel's biggest IPs, and the mm-hmm. fact that Sony's had control of it for so long has definitely upset um, the people at Disney because you know it's such an important IP, and they finally have a grasp on it. Maybe they're just jumping on that fact. Um, because yeah. I'd say Spider-Man is probably one of the most popular, if not the most popular, like Marvel characters. So
1: iconic, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. And so I'm, I'm guessing they're just jumping on the opportunity. And I'm guessing he's gonna be a guest in a lot of things, especially as we're getting a lot of very New York heavy both shows and movies. Um, we can talk. We saw Doctor Strange last week. Um, and without spoiling anything, it's a phenomenal movie, very worth seeing in 3D. Um, but the New York scenes were very, very nice looking. But mm-hmm. it's it's so crazy to think that you've got them fighting in New York, and then you have Luke Cage happening in New York, and you've got Daredevil happening in New York, and there's just so much in New York. Like we haven't
2: even had Defenders yet. No, so like that. I'm, I'm very that show is going to like finally bring all the Netflix stuff together. But like, even with all the Spider Man news, like. There's so many rumors about Miles Morales going to be introduced eventually. And so, like, how that's going to work with Tom Holland's character of Peter Parker. Because I like, believe
0: the Miles Morales Spider Man is introduced after um, Peter Parker dies in the comics, correct? Yes. Um, he comes back a couple times, but it's, yeah. it's supposedly after he dies. Peter
2: Parker <laughs> dies like every other year He's in not the as, comics. It's,
0: but it's not as bad as Gwen Stacy. No. Gwen Stacy dies. Gwen so Stacy
2: much. and Mary Jane are just like. <laughs> Which we still don't have much news about those two characters. We know Zendaya
0: is going to be playing Mary Jane. Yeah, um, which I'm I'm excited for. Um, I don't actually have a lot of feelings about her as an actress, just because I feel like she hasn't been in a lot of things that I've watched.
2: Because I feel like she was, she's mainly only done really Disney stuff, right? Yeah, like
0: I don't. Know she... what she's big for? Like
1: she's a huge dancer, and the last thing that I really recall her on was Dancing with the Stars. Okay, and she's also has a couple albums, I believe. And but yeah, most of her work is through Disney, so I think she's probably working on branching out. So yeah. maybe
2: that's where Marvel picked her up. Was and also
0: this is meant to be a very very high school heavy Spider Man, and so obviously they're not gonna go like crazy full romance. Like the problem with the um the first original trilogy of Spider Man is the that Toby Maguire he... one. Maguire is that he grabbed graduated high school like but at the end of the first one i think and like they really really rushed the romance with mary jane um like they Mm -hmm. were getting they were engaged in like the second one at some point i think Mm -hmm. yeah and the
2: crazy thing about like that first one is there's like three scenes in high school in general yeah which for like Spider-Man high school is such an important right. part Which of Which is why like,
0: I'm so glad that they're doing Homecoming because for those who don't know, the Homecoming arc is very much just like, it's a very early Spider-Man arc where he's dealing with being like becoming Spider-Man, but also, you know, trying to be a student and go to home, go to the Homecoming dance. Um, And it's, it's, it's a fun arc and it's, it's going to be interesting to see. And they did confirm um, that the villain will be Vulture um, played by... Isn't uh, it Michael Keaton? Yes, Michael Keaton. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. But away, so away from Spider-Man, um, the NES Mini also comes out today, um, which yeah. is a mini version of the old Nintendo Entertainment System. It includes 30 games. Um, apparently, it's, I don't know, people were, like, freaking out about it. Like, even people my age, I'm like, you probably mm-hmm. never played an NES. Like, I remember growing up with an N64 early on and then a GameCube. Like, the NES came out way before most of us. See,
2: the NES was actually, like, my first gaming console. It was the very first thing I ever really? played on hmm. because that was, like, what my parents had. And so, my very first game was Legend of Zelda on NES. That was the <laughs> very first game. And as a three-year-old playing that, I didn't know what I was doing because, like, if you ever played the original Dude, one, as, you a tw- zero.
0: as a 20-year-old playing the original, like, game, I have no idea what's going on in it. It does
2: not hold your hand. So, I'm just walking around with a sword killing monsters as a three-year-old in this game. I didn't care about the story or the (laughs) finding a triforce or anything but no like it's really exciting it's like literally it fits in the palm of your hand how cool is that and so (coughs) i find the interesting thing is that they're selling it on amazon Mm -hmm. and amazon's like you gotta be online super super early it's gonna go on sale and it's gonna sell out and i'm like i hate that mentality that like you know it's gonna sell out because it's just gonna be that hard to get it and i'm hopefully i'm gonna wait till they get restocked yeah. probably.
0: Do, are you going to get one, do you think? I'll get one, just because... I mean, it's only 60 bucks for 30 games. Yeah,
2: 60 bucks for 30 games. That's super cheap. And I mean, they're classic games. Like, these are the games like you would want to oh, have yeah. in your collection. And I still have my original NES, and so, like, that thing is... With, like, the cover on it, like, <laughs> wow. you don't find many of those. Yeah, no. And so, like, that's, like, a collector's item, almost, at this <laughs> yeah. point. And so, yeah, like, I'll do it just for the sake that I can, like, finally store away my original one and i have something new to play on
1: right
0: yeah um i i don't know if i'm gonna pick one up i probably won't because if i ever want to play nes games like there's the virtual console and i just that's enough for me yeah Mm -hmm. Um, i'm both on my ds and my roommates wii u so i don't see the need but i respect what they're doing like they're definitely going for the people who like the nes and stuff Um, in video game news, continuing, Call of Duty: Infinite Warfare came out two or three weeks ago, and Titanfall came out I think a week and a half, two weeks ago. And Battlefield came out. Like and two Battlefield weeks. came out a couple oh, weeks dang. ago. So we've got three big AAA shooter titles. Um, Titanfall Two is doing really, really well. People seem to be enjoying it. I've been watching a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield One's doing really, really, doing pretty well. well. It's I saw one scene of a zeppelin catching fire as like a plane like flew <laughs> through, and it looked so cinematic. It looks very cool. It's a very pretty game. And then on the other hand, Call, Call of Duty Duty's... is not doing well. It's doing terrible. Um, beca- not surprised. Honestly. No, because it's they're pushing out like games over and over, and they just keep getting farther and farther away from Call of Duty, um, Infinite Warfare. Like there's some scenes that look just like Halo. Like you actually go onto like a um, a Halo style ring, like housing ring at some point, point. Um, and so you also fly in what looks just like a pelican. And it's just, they are obvious. And there's so much like wall running. That's just like Titanfall. Like obviously they picked up so much stuff just from other games. Mm -hmm. They did what that like
2: classic trope is when there gets to be too many sequels. It goes to space to die. That's what everything has done. Like every horror movie, (laughs) every just like big franchise.
0: If you go to space, it's officially dead. (laughs) Like that's what it is. Like Jason X or whatever it is when he was in space. Sucks. I'm sorry, but the little toaster goes to Mars is an amazing film. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll second that. Um, but yeah, I think I, I I think that if Call of Duty wants to be good again, they really, really just need to do an actual World War II style game again. Yeah. They just
2: need to. I think they really need to stop these yearly yeah. releases because that is what's just killing the market. Because right now the initial numbers are out and they are just under fifty percent down, like from their last release of Black Ops Three mm-hmm. last year. So that's. Half your user base gone. The Microsoft Store has, I think its peak number at launch, only had, like, four people on wow. the server.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Well, and, like, I I really did enjoy... Um, I enjoyed Modern Warfare one and Modern Warfare two. Those were both really, really incredible games. Um and they did they took us in that direction in Modern Warfare, but then Black Ops Black Black Ops One was really, really fun. I mean, you know, it was Black Ops eighties, sixties style missions, and that was super cool. And then I don't remember who did who did a futuristic game first.
2: I remember Ghost was pseudo futuristically. Was that
0: what triggered the heading into the futuristic di- a show. little
2: bit I think Ghost took place in like 2020 and there wasn't too yeah. much future tech it was like essentially if America
0: was like well, invaded and I, and I think Modern Warfare 3 was also semi-futuristic
2: Modern Warfare 3 was like still the present day
0: but I think the one that actually ruined it for me was when they did Black Ops 2 and it took place in like 2025 yes. and it went super futuristic like I know that they were trying to cash in on the series, but and like I think Modern Warfare worked as a trilogy. Um, I love the first two, and like that was a cool story they told there, like because they had the characters and stuff. Black Ops, like that did not need to happen.
2: Black Ops Two, I remember, like everyone's like, why is this a thing? Like, right. why did they have to bring the ma- Mason back? Now he has a son. Well, and-,
0: and, the f- and Black Ops One worked because it was a sort, it was a semi sequel to. Um, which world one? at war world at war which is actually one it's probably my favorite call of duty game just because it's it's classic basic world war ii fights it has serious levels of emotion like everyone mocks that like press y to pay pay respect scene but like that's so true like what is that what does that mean like mm-hmm. you had serious emotion in the games before even including the first modern warfare and then it just went all downhill after that
2: And it's just because, like, they're just trying to put out the next Twitch shooter and they're, like, trying to compete with all these, like, futuristic-y kind of games like Halo and Titanfall and all that. And that's what's killing them because, like, I never wanted to play Call of Duty just because it was, like, Halo. I wanted to play it because it was so different. Now it's, like, I can hardly tell the difference because you have these Mm -hmm. exoskeletons, spacesuits.
0: Except, like... Call of Duty still feels like a way twitchier shooter than Halo. I actually really love Halo because it has slightly slower, like, fights. Like, it's it's fun, and it feels like Halo always. Call of Duty has gotten so twitchy. Like, now you jump up walls, and you jump off this thing, and you shoot this person, and you don't have anything that really brings the game any slower. At least, like, in Titanfall, like, you've got very, very fast, like, gameplay style when you're running around, but then when you're on your Titan, obviously it's not. Yeah. And it works with that game, and it works a lot with Halo, but, like, Call of Duty is so twitchy.
2: And they're now moving towards, like, class-based kind of systems and, like, pay-to-win where you got, like, all these drop boxes and everything, Mm -hmm. and it's just not what Call of Duty is. Like, it's so not them, and they need to stop because that is just, like, you're losing your fan base on a consistent basis, and that's showing now with the numbers, and I hope that, like, they take a look at this and Activision's like, okay, we need to, like, reconsider, come up with a new strategy because, like, I think the main thing that pissed off a lot of people with Infinite Warfare is that they're like, hey, we're going to have Modern Warfare remastered with it, but you can't buy Modern Warfare remastered separately. Right. You have to buy this like special edition of yeah, Infinite which Warfare. which is terrible
0: because like if they had just sold Modern Warfare remastered, that would have done so well. But moving on from that, one last little thing that I just... I don't think it's good pop culture news, but like... Nicole mentioned this before the show, and I just, you have to tell me that name again? And, like, who, the, who had a kid?
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's another Kardashian. Rob Kardashian and Black China have welcomed their daughter, um, I believe, yesterday, and her name is Dream Renee Kardashian.
2: Uh, yeah? It hurts.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm not one to keep up with the Kardashians, but, you know, I figured we could add to the good news of the week.
2: So I've actually had to write about the Kardashian family and all their drama for the paper. So like I know way too much about this that I don't need to, <laughs> and it's just like Chapman, how well versed are you in any of this?
0: Man, I'm not. I am so anti the Kardashian. So to kind of
2: to give you kind of like a recap, Black China is this stripper. She dated uh Tyga, and then they broke up, and then Tyga dated Kylie, and then they broke up, and so. Then Black China dated Rob Kardashian, and that's when Rob Kardashian okay, got where cut does, off.
0: Where does Rob Kardashian fall in the family?
2: He's in the actual Kardashian like family. I think he's the youngest. Mm-hmm. I would yes, he's the youngest one out of all of them. And so he got cut off when he started uh, dating the Kardashians. Day like never wanted to talk to him again. He was like an outcast, and he gained like so much weight, and everyone just like hated him. And so now they got pregnant. Just had their kid. And so now it's kind of like this huge awkward thing. It was way more awkward when Kylie was actually dating Tyga. And so <laughs> it's just like I don't understand
0: why people are so obsessed with this family. But like but Also, you, are. you say that, but you know so much. I know you've had to write about it, but like you still, you both like know way more than I ever do. Oh,
1: I mean, I just stumbled upon this. Okay. I really do try to keep my nose out it's of just it. you,
0: Alec. Yeah, and it's just hard
2: because like so many... People in the music scene are, like, tied in with the Kardashians. Like, you mentioned any rapper, and all of a sudden, they're, like, somehow involved in all of this. And so, like, if you want to keep up, you have to at least know who the Kardashians are. They have so much
0: influence on pop culture um, right now. Kanye is running for president in 2020, apparently. And so is, uh, <laughs> apparently The Rock might.
1: I hope not. No,
0: The Rock has actually said on multiplications, like, he appreciates the support, but, like, he never would want to do that, which I respect. I would love a rock campaign for president
1: yeah that could be fun yeah. we're, at,
0: we're at time uh last little thing i want to say is just rest in peace to mr Leonard cohen um i really really respect respected him as a musician so that's super super sad but yeah okay thank you so much for listening uh tweet us at csu collegian and tune in next week as we talk more nerdy news